0: We're back on our uh, weekly cadence now. We took a week off for Thanksgiving and getting back to it. Podcast room's starting to come together. We got our sign now. I'm liking that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just listening, look at our uh, YouTube channel. We've got a nice little neon sign behind us. I think it makes it look pretty cool. Um, So today, you know, we haven't discussed this. Sometimes we'll outline things, but today we're going to go ahead and talk about anti-aging when it comes to lifestyle training um we haven't outlined anything we're just gonna kind of open it up and and chat we we keep ha- we have these conversations at home all the time. Kate and I are in our forties now I wouldn't say forties i'm forty
1: almost forty two
0: she's forty you're forty one <laughs> you're oh, yep she's winning uh but as we're aging through this and training and um things change and and then the uh Kind of the thought process behind training and and what we're trying to accomplish with it uh, changes too. So a lot of it is 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 we feel good. You know, we just did a workout together. Um, on not a ton of sleep, where our daughter was up all night, and uh, and we still feel pretty good. And you know, we're we're uh, we're uh, pretty much still like we're in our prime. We're we're we feel great when we train and and do all this. But a lot of what we're doing now is trying to like ride that wave for as long as we can rather than um, you know, shoot for this this real high trajectory. Like where we're at is is pretty great. like we we really enjoy like our lifestyle, the training we do. um and so I think just getting into how how to maintain that, how to slow that aging process down uh, modalities and things we've tried things that we know other people are doing, um, our thoughts on that. Um, yeah. So I'll let you kind of kick it off if you want and I'll, I'll jump in and I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. So,
1: yeah. So, um, I think the, where I'd like to start is just how I've changed. Um, and we keep talking about like the mind stuff, but it, it really is everything, like how I've changed my perspective on training, nutrition, and just literally like living life that I think has really helped me feel better overall. So um, a lot of it is just not being so extreme. Um, I was always, I'm just an extreme person by nature. It motivates me. I wanna do like, um, (laughs) you know, something very challenging that it just sounds like, oh, I can almost barely do that. And I want to do that because it, it kind of wakes me up, catches my attention um and i need a lot of stimulus to stay engaged so um i i was you know i guess maybe i wasn't always that way until i got into fitness and then it that just seemed to kind of work for me um and i would do you know i think you know if you've been listening to the podcast i i did fitness shows on and off for about a decade and um and not anything super extreme with endurance training but i did uh, i've run um 10 half marathons and a couple sprint tries, but just things that are like more extreme in nature motivated me. Um, that includes like dieting. Um, so, you know, fitness shows are pretty extreme in the lifestyle that you have to maintain to prep for a show. And then it's really hard to get off that. So a very extreme, um, very, uh, uh, just uh, kind of like a, a diet of um, restriction and binging. <laughs> and and so like, you know, restricting during the week, binging on the weekends, restricting, binging. And then that kind of that came along with the same thing with exercise. So when you're doing fitness shows, uh, most of the time your coach will have you do two a days with cardio plus with a weight training in there. So I'd be doing three workouts a day. Then I started adding on yoga, which was great, but then that's almost kind of like four little workouts a day, then you're working out all day. And then I would just collapse at night. Then I would drink two of these and have two ephedra when uh, even after ephedra was illegal, I'd find a way to get it. Um, And I'd do two ephedra a day. So basically I'm propping myself up with caffeine and uh, maintaining uh, all this exercise base on very little calories. That's just not sustainable. So by the time I got to the weekend, I'm looking for, like, any escape I can find. So then that would be extreme. Like, okay, I'm going to have this meal, and then, you know, once once I have a drink or two or just have a taste of pizza, I'm eating a ton because it, it's just not sustainable. Then you
0: can make up for it during the week by not eating much.
1: Yes. So that's that, yeah. <laughs> no, that <I'm joking.
0: laughs>
1: No, but, I mean, and when you met me, that's what I was doing. Sure. I remember... You know, we we went out to eat a couple times and it was okay because it was on the weekend. And then I met you at Chipotle and I brought my tuna pack and, like, carrots. And at the time, you're kind of like, that's cool that you're doing that. But also, like, I've never met anyone that would bring yeah. a tuna pack to Chipotle. And and I had a lot of willpower in those situations, but it just wasn't working for me. It, it wasn't. It, it, I, and working for me, I mean, I didn't feel... I didn't feel at peace. I always just felt at odds with myself, which wears you out. And that wears you out, that tires you out mentally, that tires you out physically. There's no sustainability there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was just kind of feeling burnout and
0: um you have to have a a very definitive goal to halfway wrap your head around torturing yourself into that constantly yes
1: yes and that was the only thing that would motivate. You can't me not settle into
0: like a, a life style yes. that way yeah.
1: to get back into shape yeah. i'm like well i don't really enjoy i i, I think fitness shows are uh, a neat accomplishment i didn't enjoy them I, I don't enjoy walking across stage in front of a lot of people i'm really awkward but it was the only thing that would motivate me if i'm up on stage practically naked in stripper heels to follow a diet very strictly so when i couldn't really like motivate myself to Kind of get my diet in check and and be disciplined. I'd say okay, well I'm gonna sign up for another show. Um, but that that kind of brings me to living that lifestyle well after shows were over until I was 39. And something about turning 40, and I don't know if I think you kind of felt the same way. It, it's a big milestone, and it 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 was in my mind that I really wanted to kind of take care of some things I had been avoiding. And mm. and one of those was extreme. Um, extreme dieting, binging, just any sort of extremes at all. And I had tried to work on it, but it's just it's something I really needed to mop up and and learn how to be more moderate. So that was a big piece for me. Um, and and along with that went just like me offering more grace to myself mentally. And so even like today, I think that's a You know, that really plays a huge role in why we didn't feel so crappy. We wake up, we're tired, we're like, uh, ah, It's not the end of the world. We're tired. We eat healthy. Um, We've gotten pretty decent sleep up until last night or two nights. Maybe there's bad sleep. But overall, we try to live pretty healthy. So this isn't going to make or break us one or two nights. And it's really how you frame it in your mind. It's really your perspective. So you just make it not that big of a deal and you don't dive into this dark mental hole. (laughs) You know, and I I really think that's 90 percent of it with um, you know, these little hiccups here and there. Um, but then along with the, the, the dieting, you know, I let go of the two a days. Um, I, you know, I, my workouts now for the last couple of weeks, I've worked out seven days a week and I was always like, definitely everyone needs one day off. But if one of those days is like 15 minutes on the C2 bike and 15 minutes of yoga or two of those seven days, is a, a recovery workout like that. it actually feels really good right now to move seven days. I don't get, um, really tight. I don't, um, get, uh, you know, some, I just kind of loosen up and stretch every day. And it's kind of like a good run through for me. Um, mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, I, I wrote, I <clears throat> it was probably five years ago. I wrote a blog post for a gym, um, still floating around out there. Uh, that basically talked about that shift in, in more frequent training, but like smaller, more digestible chunks. So some people will come in, you know, I'll see people train three or four days a week and they'll like do a class and then they'll like hammer a bunch of stuff at barbell or they'll do like, you know, three level two workouts that are just really hard and intense. And, uh, it's not that frequent and they're, You know, they can't even train the next day where a longevity approach is more staying in a rhythm every day, just having your body get used to it. Ideally, it helps if you're doing it at the same time every day. So your body is like in tune to like the rhythms and habits and sleeping at this time, waking at this time, training at this time all that really helps you feel good consistently. You'll get sick a lot less, uh, from my personal experience. Uh, you'll sleep better. You'll feel better more on an even plane than if you're hitting this real extreme, resting or recovering. Now, if you're training for a competition, uh, especially really high end stuff, you have to have really hard days, sometimes multiple workout days, uh, Followed by full recovery days because you have to train so hard.
1: You have to prepare your body for that extreme.
0: But it's a it's a different approach. So I'm actually taking a CrossFit course online called the uh training and aging course. It used to be called the master's course. But they separate athletes into two different goal categories. One is a competitive and then one is a wellness. And then so, like a competitive athlete, you're gonna focus more on. Like skill-specific things that you're more likely to encounter in competition, you're going to push harder when you train. Um, you're going to train less frequently sometimes because you have to train so hard. Uh, where a wellness, you're going to do actually more variety, um, break it up, keep it fun, and then the trajectory is lower. So you're you're trying to stay. Here or slightly go up over a long period of time rather than like you're here and here If you're a wellness athlete You are going to be a little more conservative In your approach, so you're not going to try and hit home runs with every workout And a lot of that it doesn't mean pushing not pushing hard. It means maybe not going for Massive lifts when we're doing a strength session so Staying with something you're not in jeopardy of failing, or even instead of doing the handstand push up option, you're gonna do like the seated dumbbell option and and you're gonna live to fight tomorrow, where say you could get through that handstand push up workout, but every time you do it, your neck is blown up and it hurts, and like it, it, you have to take two days off once you're done. You're doing that workout because your ego's not tied to you know. Winning a competition, it's a training session. So, I do think, though, because at least for me personally, and what I see with a lot of athletes in the gym, they're kind of a hybrid, and and you are as well. I was
1: just going to say that I think people should let themselves kind of move in and out of that. And I do, I completely do. I I always do. Times like you know, and and again, this is on aging. You know, when we're we're in our forties. I, I try not to have more than like maybe three, four events in a year that I train for. And uh, this year, I want to do the open. Then I'd like to try to get a little fast for a summer shred. Then, you know, maybe we have like a, a body biz photo shoot we usually do once a year. Um, and, and that might be about it this next yep. year. But I'll kind of get, let myself go in and out of that. So I really have been taking a break on uh, lifting heavy. Um, especially with Olympic lifts, and I am just started into that this week, and I'm sore. And my shoulders are sore, my mid back sore, I'm beat up, but I can feel how my performance is kind of like... Starting to ramp yes, up now. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Even though I'm really tired, I can just feel my strength um, and my recoveries. It, it's kind of coming back as I get into workouts. And, you know, it, that's just conditioning. That's almost just condition your mind to hurt too mm-hmm. and and not to be scared of lifting heavy to feel that weight on you and not be afraid of it. um so i I really believe that people should kind of in our situation should let themselves go in and out and i and I kind of feel like for the most part, and I'm talking like general population um it might not just even be in our gym, but even maybe in our gym membership, our general population doesn't challenge themselves enough, maybe takes themselves too seriously like, okay, I don't want to do um. I don't want to do that contest or I want to do this competition or I don't want to try for this because I'm afraid I won't just knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, when I'm running every 5K I've ever run, I, I love to run. Um, I've done a ton of 5Ks over the years. I've never, ever once expected to win. I've never won. But I still get show up and try. But I think people take it uh, more seriously when they're doing CrossFit for some reason. Um, you know If it's your first competition, you're probably not going to win. But you can go play and go have fun. You know, so I think, you know, letting yourself go in and out of that also keeps you engaged. It keeps you trying. It keeps you reaching. Um, And I always check out, like if we're doing a benchmark workout on Saturday, I always check out like where I, what I've done in the past and try to just get close to that, you know, 80, 90% of the way there. And even if that's just once a week, that one workout, I kind of save up for, and that's the one I usually go for broke on. Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, there's some other extenuating circumstance. But, um, yeah, I think for the most part, just not killing yourself every workout. Um, but then I also wanted to talk about outside of, like, training modalities and, and you know, it, nutrition. I've been much more um, basically liberal during the week and more conservative on the weekends, I would say, um, with what I'm eating. So if I wanted every night, I usually have something sweet during the week, which I would just never have. Um, in the past, where I'm probably eating thirty percent more during the week and probably fifty percent less on the weekends because I don't feel that need to binge, and it just feels a lot more free. Um, but then, you know, I wanted to talk about like other things we do supplements, um whether it's vitamins, minerals that we take, and then really, just to keep our whole body healthy, um, you know, I'm really big into uh, mind body spiritual healing so there's a spiritual healer i see every other week an intuitive healer and she almost acts as my therapist and that really helps me she'll also kind of work massage in there but it really really helps me recover it helps me kind of offload um, some mental garbage which helps me physically Um, and this is something that i think you know is often overlooked that body work so there's there's all different types of body work there's reiki there's just good old so, fashioned so massage. So,
0: so rain this in a little bit though. Like where are you are you you're talking about all these things like what like if you're giving advice to listeners or or to yourself like how does this fit into like your day and Yeah, day, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this is
1: something that I keep on a regular cadence, um bi-weekly. Uh so I'll get a massage um every other week along with talk therapy um once a month I get Uh, reiki work done so it's energy work uh, for my body and there's all different practitioners even right around here there's a reiki center off fifth avenue that i've been to that's great um and then i i see affiliate pt almost every week for dry needling so these are modalities that a lot of people overlook and think okay that's too expensive i don't want to invest in this i don't want to invest in that but when you get injured (laughs) that injury oftentimes costs you know, 10X, what, you know, staying healthy through kind of taking care of your body with this little extra care will cost. And uh, you not pay mention, almost
0: any amount of money to get out of that. Right, too. Yeah. right, right. Yeah. Not to mention once, once you're, once the you're in there. Yeah.
1: So, you yeah. know, I just wanted to say, like, outside of workouts, there's a lot of self-care. We stretch, we foam roll, we see affiliate PT. Um, Brandon, we'll see the... Uh, the the healer every now and then. Um you kind of go through phases of that where you do it more like you did it a lot leading up to your boxing match and then kind of
0: take took a little break. Um the daily meditation is the big yes, one that yes. if, if you can fit that in and and that's going I mean that's gained a lot of traction and popularity and um <clears throat> in the last few years just in general and a lot with CrossFit. I know like Ben Bergeron over at Comp Train talks about he, I mean he's really big. He does a daily Uh, He has a daily, like, yoga and meditation practice. Um, When I'm doing that every day, I feel it it is a literal reset. If I can do it midday, when all the stress of the day, it's sort of, like, build up on you. Um, I'll go in there. I'll meditate for 20 minutes. Almost, like, pass out Mm -hmm. when I do it. And when I kind of come out of it, uh, it is a... I'm going to use an analogy that probably only people our age will know, but it's like when you reset like a Nintendo game or something, it's like your whole, you know, it's like turning the computer off and on. Like, I'm like, whoa, the channel I was on is completely changed. And I feel way better, way different. And all of that is gone now. And I get away, I get away from it because I, I'm even away from it for a week. I'll think that won't happen or it's like, oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass. I've got all these things to do. My mind's racing. Once I do it, I'm reset. And again, this is just, you know, when it comes to like longevity and anti-aging and things like that, it's the stress that really starts to get to us because what happens, especially at our age where we're like in our peak earning potential kind of age, uh, peak responsibility with small kids age, all of those things are kind of culminating the stress level is kind of going to be at an all time high. Like we've got a lot of irons in the fire. We're doing a lot. So we have to do a lot of these things to yes. offset. There's
1: a, uh, yes. Yes. And that's what I was trying to say. Yep. Like there's a back end to that. It's almost like the paperwork you need to do yep. after the day's done. And, and that's a good point when you're talking about like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. out of it. A lot of, a lot of my clients will think they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But you really, you're. Um, you can get into a deep meditation, you have the same wavelengths, the same. You're producing like those wavelengths, like with REM sleep. Yep. So it's very restorative, re- very regenerative to your to your mind, to your body. Um, it's very
0: healing. Yeah, and, and no, I can feel it. I, I mean, I was not a believer in it at all, and it was something that you really pushed me to get into, and and it was. A process, uh, for sure, and then um, it's like something that I've okay. Like you'll you'll tell me sometimes too. I'll get out of the habit of doing it, and you're like, "Hey, go up and and you should go meditate." And I'm like, "Okay," and then I'll get back into it. And I would say I'm not the best at staying. I'll, I'll be on it really consistently every day, and I'd say right right now I'm more like in the three or four day a week range. That I'll I'll be able to get it in. But even that helps. It's better. And it hasn't like I haven't lost the habit. But it's one of those things I need to get back on and like, hey, I need to build that into my day. Like as soon as I get home. No excuses. Even if it's right before bed. It can even work then too and kind of ease you into going to bed and, and all of that.
1: But just like workouts, I think it really helps to have a set time every day. Like I meditate every day no matter what. Almost unless we're on vacation or it's a weird day. And I don't want to I want to say, Hey, we can't go on this excursion. This is my meditation time. Sure, But um, every day at like 1 15, um, 1 30, before I pick up my son, I lay down. And I usually tell like a lot of moms at, at that time to do that because you're going to drive to pick up your kids. Things are going to get crazy. You have drop-offs, you, you've got sports and that's usually around the time where a couple of things will happen. Um, your energy level drops, you're going to want to eat, eat a bunch of crap (laughs) because you're relaxing. Um, so if you wake up around six, usually around 2 PM, you're going to feel like a a blood sugar drop. Um, and, and, and you're going to get a little like anxious, angry, irritated. That's the time you need to meditate. That's also the time that like feelings or uh, emotions are starting to come up. And it really doesn't have to do with your day. You might say that you're agitated about the day, but it's it's old stuff. And it's a, it's a perfect opportunity to get that out. So if you're a uh, full time, if you work full time, uh, that would be like, you know, it, it might have to be before bed. But ideally, if you could get that in real quick before dinner, like go straight upstairs, lay down for 20 minutes and do that if not anything else before bed. But it just really helps kind of offload that stress from the day. And I usually would give myself like five to seven minutes to let my minds like race around with daily to-do lists or this or that, or just kind of offloading junk from the day. And then I let myself drop in yep. and it will happen. If you relax, yep. if you're anxious thinking, okay, when am I going to, when am I going to drop in? When am I going to, it really doesn't work. You really have to relax and drop in. But I will say that's That's probably like if I, if you take away one thing today, that would be the one thing that what is, it's free. (laughs) You can do it anywhere Um, to meditate daily for 20 minutes. It really, really helps. Um, And then you can just kind of feel what your body needs and how let your body be the guide to navigate you with, um, you know, with health and wellness, but also in life. And that's where I will see people as they age, like Brandon's talking about, um, I'm talking about like the you know, we're at our peak stress level and responsibility level. A lot of the stuff we do, we don't need to do. Do we really, do you really need to renovate this part of your house? Do you really need to do this? Do you really need to do that? You can kind of feel like, okay, what am I just.
0: You're adding, you're adding unnecessary. You're adding and creating chaos and you start to get addicted to chaos. 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 And I have to like do, yeah, this project. I, I think a simple one. Um, you know, just as we're, we're kind of going through this, that, uh, this year is, is just drinking less alcohol. Um, this summer I didn't drink much at all. Uh, you know, I wanted to train for that fight and took it pretty seriously. And just the training more so than the actual event of the fight, it was, I wanted to get back into like full-time training, like a fighter and, you know, going in there and doing full contact fighting and sparring, on a regular basis is really hard on your body. And I wanted to perform each time I went in there and that was more important than the actual fight. I, I, I made myself back into a fighter again, you know, lifestyle and everything completely. And, uh, drinking doesn't fit with that. Well, so I'm not a weekly drinker. I don't drink, you know, I don't go out for beers, you know, during the week on a regular basis, we don't drink at home. Um, pretty much at all ever. And so it it stays to the weekends, but what we can get into rhythms of doing every Saturday night, going out and having drinks um, dinners with friends, things like that. And then when it's nice out in the summer, it can creep into Friday night. So it can be Friday and Saturday night. That can be eight drinking days a month rather than, you know, if it's two Saturdays a month, that's two, you know, you're cutting that, that, and and that was more in the range Mm -hmm. that I I think we were in Mm -hmm. this summer, or at least I was. Yeah. (laughs) So I was, I was more like, you know, twice a month on a Saturday night at at dinner, having drinks, we'd have trips and then, you know, I would drink a little bit every day. Um, But getting into that and then you just, you vibrate it. Yeah. Yeah. You recover yeah. better. You you're vibrating on a, on a higher level, just in general, you're sharper, you're dialed in all the time.
1: And along with aging with this, and, and I really probably enjoy alcohol a little more than you. <laughs> um, and, but I think part of that is I'm still wired a little bit too much up here where I just need to learn to calm down without anything. <laughs> and I'm working on that, but, I. Uh, you know, I, I have all my clients take off the first 30 days um, from alcohol. They're, they're really not supposed to drink at all. Yeah, and no matter I will, what. Yeah. Yes. And I will see in their face when we're talking about anti-aging, um, it is a huge difference in their face. Like they just look like you've taken 10 years off yep. their age. And part of that, yes, is getting leaner. But the it, your skin tone, everything changes. And I noticed this mm-hmm. if we like next week, we've got a big week. We've got a dinner Wednesday. Friday, Saturday, there's going to be three drinking days. So I'm kind of preparing for it this week. I'm always thinking about what's next. So this week, there's one day. We have Saturday that we're going to do, you know, we're going to have some drinks. um, And I'm always trying to balance that out. But I do
0: notice. It's the holiday season, so we're going to make that excuse.
1: Yeah, but I don't think,
0: I think drinking can get demonized. And and, and here's the thing. I
1: think absolutely everyone can cut back. But I think it's it's that, it's skipping the workout the next day, it's eating crap the next day, it's all the thing. If you can do anything in moderation, it's not that big of a deal. Just like dessert can get demonized. Well, yeah, if you have half a chocolate cake, that's not good. If you have a small slice, that's not too bad. So if you can moderate everything, I think you can enjoy it. But to your point, a little trick I'll have, um, and I always tell my clients this, especially when they're leaving me, you don't need to take a full month off. I, I used to always do large chunks. or and That might not sound extreme to you, and that's fine if if it doesn't. But to a lot of people, that does. Um, it sounds overwhelming because I like to be social. I like to go out. I like to do things. So it's much more manageable for me to even take one weekend off. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I take this weekend off here, I'm going to feel really good because then it's going to be two weeks off alcohol because we, we don't drink during the week. Um, if I can take two weekends off – then that's three weeks. And and I did that, you know, prepping. I think you were getting ready for a boxing match. I did that at some point, I think, before a photo shoot. And it worked really, really well. And I felt really, really good. Um, In the spring, we did it for a while, too. Yeah, we did it for a month. But yeah. during that time, and and I usually like to take at least a month, a full consecutive month off. But I was kind of rethinking it this year because during that month, I did not drink alcohol. But then I kind of traded that for well, I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm just going to eat this extra bullshit here. Mm -hmm. So I did that a little bit all month. So again, whatever feels extreme to you, and that is different for each person, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you not to do that so much. So that feels extreme to me this next year what I'm going to try is I'm going to try to do more frequent, like one weekend off or two weekends off, but more frequently sprinkled in and really like stay tight on my nutrition during that time. So it's like, it's, it, it's, it also, you know, toughens you up mentally. It refines you. So it's more than just taking alcohol out. It's refining you mentally. So that's where I was a little disappointed in myself. I didn't need to do that, but I just felt a little sorry for myself and ate more. When the whole goal of this it, to me really is to refine myself a little every year where I'm like, okay, Kate, it's time to toughen up. Let's not be so soft. You can't go out to this dinner every, you know, friday and saturday and have these drinks and do this and do that let let's keep it um let's rein it in um but you know what i just wanted to address like i mean you take a, a decent amount of supplements too kind of supplementation what mm-hmm. we do what our kind of stances are on some different things sure. um and then i wanted to like preview what we're going to do in the spring so
0: I think it's kind of yeah cool. yeah so <clears throat> As far as supplements, I I was always really into them. Like in in high school, I think it was like one of the golden ages in the late 90s and early 2000s of like early supplement marketing, like with muscle tech. And they'd have these huge ads of like gaining like 20 pounds in a month. And I was a skinny kid. And it was like, you know, these huge juiced up bodybuilders. And I'm like, I bought into it. I didn't really know. I would look at those magazines and wouldn't like, well, maybe some of those guys are on like steroids, but like I would buy into like, you know, the cell tech gain 20 pounds in a month, or they'd have like the rip fuel with the Fedra and like get ripped. I did and, all the Fedra. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I was a senior in high school, I started working out and then like early in college and I would take these supplements. I'd spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks. I didn't have any money. I just spend any money I could get to get these. And, They didn't really do a whole hell of a lot for me. Um, I didn't know how to eat right and do all those things that came along with it. But I've always been into supplementation and just trying to optimize everything that I can. Um, And then over the years, I kind of found some stuff that works for me. Uh, Currently, I did. We did a supplement podcast a few years ago. But currently, um, what I've always just felt like was, and even like Joe, our old power hour trainer, Um, the old school animal packs that have a ton of vitamins every morning. Yeah. (laughs) It
1: takes about 30 minutes to choke them down. Um,
0: so the, the animal pack vitamin packs, uh, I typically take five grams of creatine a day, um, just for strength. And that's the most studied supplement that actually has tons of research that it is beneficial. And I do notice a difference and it's subtle, um, when I'm not taking it, and when I am, it's like one of those things where the fives at the end of like your on your last set of back squats, like when I'm not on them, I'll leave them off. When I'm taking it, I'll put them on, and they'll go up. It, it, it there is like it's like a three to five percent strength. Well, increase I, I, I think feel. a lot of people might not understand exactly what creatine is and how it works. It's it's like a. Um, it's part of like muscle meat. Um, it's something that's in steak and, uh, your muscle store has like a creatine store. So past a certain amount, like once your muscles are saturated with it, it, you know, at least from what I've learned, it doesn't really help. I've the straight up regular creatine monohydrate is the best source Um, so it's an energy source. So it's, it's, um, for your muscles. Yes. Yep.
1: So usually we'll go like, uh, for, you're going to think about this when you have like multiple sets really fast. So like, say you have five rounds of like thrusters and pull-ups, it might help you get back to round like four and five after about 90 seconds to two minutes, it Mm -hmm. helps replenish that energy source more readily quicker. So, um, all these things are not going to make or break you. Nope. So, it, and, and I think people get too invested into supplements. This is my personal, yep. my personal point of view. I, good old fashioned sleep, drinking water, eating healthy sure. foods is by far the best way to go. But these supplements can help. I do.
0: I, I agree with the creatine. I do uh, way. I do whey protein shakes, um, and then I will mess with uh, and have for probably the last five or six years. Um, herbs that are uh, supposed to help testosterone production, like ashwagandha. Um, there's one that I'm taking that I got at vitamin shot called Tongkat Ali. Um, so these are just, they have like, they do have some clinical trials that they can boost or like help um, free, like the free testosterone that's in your body. And about five or six years ago, Uh, we had a uh, former member who worked for a blood testing company um, that like tests testosterone. So I got mine tested and I tried to do it when I was feeling really good and then uh, got it tested and then took some of those supplements um, like from vitamin shop, like the ones that are supposed to help testosterone got awesome sleep. It was in the summer was getting the sunlight, which is supposed to help uh, boost it up. And I was able to boost it up a hundred points my levels were good and this is when I was 35 so it was like they're in the 700s and then I got them into the 800s which is I think it was a good healthy range when when I got it tested um I haven't got it retested since that was 2017 I believe um but I do know like you know it's supposed to go down with like age and stuff and we know people who do like uh, HRT, which is called hormone replacement therapy. And that's a big thing now. I mean, you'll see clinics in like every other strip mall. Um, we have a lot of friends around our age who are starting to like get involved with that. And and basically what it is, you know, you'll go to a doctor, they'll test your blood. Um, if your hormone levels are off, they will go ahead and optimize those Sometimes they'll kind of supra optimize those like always. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So they'll get that testosterone number uh for a guy like me, maybe up into the thousands, you know, and and I'm gonna like get some more muscle mass, have a lot more energy. Um, and I've heard it's life-changing in in a, a lot of positive ways. And I don't really think unless you're competing and, and you're you're you know, not saying anything about it and you're trying to keep it hidden. Um, I don't think that there's anything uh, morally or ethically wrong with it as a wellness product. My reason I haven't gone there or gone to that well is. And women do
1: this too. So I went and got um, my blood tested at um, a a local place and and the doctor was talking to me. He's like, I was turning 40. Mm -hmm. So what are your goals? I'm like, I want to be as lean as I can at 40. And he's like, Hey, you know, uh, he, they have a DEXA scan there, and, and so he was looking at the report of, like, my body fat, my lean muscle mass, and he's like, at your age, you're if you want to get any leaner um, and maintain that without losing your hair, without losing your menstrual cycle, without losing all the things that basically make you a woman, you're going to need some testosterone cream. And, um, you know, I kind of take the same stance Brandon does. Like, I don't think anything is horribly wrong with that. I just want to stay as natural as long as I can. Yep. And I also have, um, you know, I think I have a, a moral obligation if I'm doing something like that and I'm coaching clients to disclose that and, and let them know, like, hey, I'm not just eating chicken and broccoli to get me here. Yep. So we're kind of on the the line of thinking, like, we're going to try to ride this out naturally as long as we can. And not that we wouldn't ever do anything. but. You know, we'll let you guys know if we do and how we feel on it. But but I, I think that's a sure. common myth that um, everyone thinks that this is just for men. So sure. there's, there's – and um, in, in the fitness show world, people do this for years and years. And there's um, not just testosterone creams women can do. Um, obviously, the uh, injections, that's usually what – more like the men do um but you can do estrogen blockers um there's also peptides um so this is something I'm learning a little bit more about like not just for a uh, different I mean yes for different hormones but and then one of those that also helps with aging that would probably interest me the most as I get older is the growth hormone peptide um but I really we, you know we both kind of feel like we don't want to mess with our hormones so much because there's no free lunch so you take one thing and it's going to throw your whole body out of whack. And and just to kind of touch on this real quick, too, because I think, you know, there might be some of you out there listening that might have been in the same boat in the past from those fitness shows. Um, I did have a lowered metabolism. My hormones were off um, and uh, it's something that we had tested at Lifetime and um, I simply let them reset through gaining a little bit of weight maybe not having the exact body composition that I I wanted for a couple of years where um, there are, you know, a lot of women that I competed with that, you know, did have a low thyroid that w- they were going through that struggle stage and got on hormones. None of that's wrong, but that's only going to
0: affect your other hormones. And I, so I think what, you know, to, to simplify it is getting to the root cause of, of, why maybe those levels would be suboptimal getting into that and it might not be a quick fix yeah. it might be months like it might be 6 months to a year it, it might be 6 months of, of like getting me. sleep yeah. calming down workouts doing a lot of those stuff to get everything optimized it might be things like the meditations and mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of the, getting all of that going and flowing in the right way um rather and my thought, especially if it's for wellness, um, propping it up with like supercharged gasoline to blast through like, well, I only get four hours of sleep a night. So, you know, your your hormones aren't going to be optimized when you're like that. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and 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 take this medication that's going to make me feel better on four hours of sleep like it, well whatever it is <laughs> yeah. at some point like the nuts and bolts on the on the ride are going to start shaking off and you're going to be like you know playing whack-a-mole with like oh acne popped up on my back Wh- whatever it is right. when you start playing that game right. i don't know you know that being said it's funny because we are and and before we kind of wrap this up we're getting deep into this podcast um it's it's not it's not so much like you know, we have this huge ethical uh, disagreement with doing it. We're gonna we're gonna go down to Colombia in um, the spring and get uh, stem cells um, at BioCore Accelerator, which is uh, we're gonna, it's intravenous, and then we'll get them in our joints to help repair our the wear and tear in our joints. Not in every joint. You can select what joints yep. you want. Yep. Um, so we're gonna get them in, in joints that have bothered us to try and help repair them. Like I have shoulder issues. Um, like I haven't done like ring muscle ups was my favorite thing to do. And I haven't really done them in a year because I tore a peck and it just like really bothers me when I do them now. Um, you know, you've had some knee issues. Uh ankle. Yeah. We and, and, have we have all these we have all these orthopedic issues that, you know, they're okay, but like they will nag us and this and that. So to get more juice and more life out of us, we're gonna go do this. Almost, you know, in lieu of maybe a, a, a HRT or something. So again, we're doing things that are trying to like things that are outside the realm of like food and eating. This is gonna be the first thing we've really yeah. tried like yeah. this. Yeah, but I'm excited, and I, I, you know, we'll we'll kind of document the whole thing. And um, no, we're just here to
1: debate yeah. and, and yeah. kind of just throw in our two cents and, you know, it's something we've talked about that really interests us, all these other modalities. And, in you know, basically like any life hack, there's always going to be like, I get Botox in my face every three months, like to that day, I will probably always do that. Um, I, I do the BBL laser, but I just, I think it's neat when people are really transparent about what they're doing. And, and then it's just not like this mystery. Like, why doesn't Kate have wrinkles in her forehead? Well, look at me in a couple months, right before my Botox appointment, they'll come back, you know, and, and I just want to be really transparent about that because I, I find it interesting. And I, I appreciate when other people share with me, um, because I'm like, oh, that's neat. Like, okay. They're not trying to keep this as their secret or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing. And then in addition to that, we're also getting our face and scalp is supposed to help with like hair regrowth. I'm even gonna have my eyebrows done. Um, because I know I'm sure there's gonna be going here in a little bit where instead of like microblading, maybe you know, the stem cells will help that natural growth. Um, but just kind of share this stuff with you in um what we do. Personally, and and it's you know, like a whole wellness thing. So not that this needs to become a beauty podcast or anything, but that goes along with health and wellness. and you know, let's face it, most of us want to also look good if we're here working out six days a week. true. Sure. So um and that's we're just kind of I just want to share like our overall regimens. and along with my Reiki that I get once a month, that woman also does facials. um so i'm I'm very religious about the facials, the body work. Of Botox, all this stuff. And it gets to be a lot. And, and that's where I have to watch where I'll get obsessive. Like I get my nails done once a month. Um, I don't want that to take up 90% of my day. So I have to watch that too, because that can also just eat up my day. And then I'm not really enjoying any of it. I'm just doing my entire day to kind of look a certain way. So it's to kind of keep everything in balance so you can live a full life. And that's what we're trying to do. And not that you might have that same balance, but just kind of sharing with you where we struggle, where we pull back, where we push. And there's different times of year for that. Like every time I get ready for a trip, I'm always going to make sure I have my hair done, my nails done, a facial, whatever, um, get new, fresh Botox <laughs> and, and go. And, and, you know, just kind of share that here and, and let you know uh, what we like, what we don't like. Um, uh, I'll get BBL next Monday. So you guys might see me on Friday. I'll let you know, like if it, my skin starts to flake off, but that's something that usually takes about a month to regenerate your skin. And it just helps your whole like skin tone. Um, it takes care of like skin, like uh, sunspots like this one here. Um, but the gin it's just a more natural kind of like anti-aging process um, to maybe like filler. Um, Botox, of course, is not really natural at all, but I definitely will still do that. Um, but yeah, I, we're excited about the stem cells. I'm a little nervous, but it's a, it's a, it's a week long process.
0: It's pretty intensive. They'll give us some MRIs while we're down there. Yeah. I think they do a hyperbaric chamber where it's that uh, tons of oxygen. They do, um, You can opt for like physical therapy. They do like the IV drip vitamins like they do around the corner. So they give you a whole wellness experience while you're down there. And then I got into it and it got on my radar through Joe Rogan's show where he's had like Mel Gibson was on there with his dad, who was like a hundred or you talked about his dad. It's like keeping his dad alive who's a hundred years old. And um, you know, it's like an anti-aging thing. And then all all my favorite like old pro wrestling guys and like UFC fighters who are just destroyed their body, like Steve O from Jackass. All those guys are going down there and getting it. The buttery bros were down there getting it done, um, from CrossFit. And, uh, so I keep seeing all these guys on their Instagram and eventually how that marketing works is, uh, then, then is, I, we start looking yeah, into it. Yeah. And I'm like, this could be a really cool thing. And so we actually saved money up for it for two years. Yeah, going to say that. So this yeah, is, this is it's a not a cheap yeah, thing. Yeah. It's expensive. So we saved up money for a couple of years to go do this. And, um, I'm excited, you know, I want to be able to squeeze some more juice out of like this body and, and, and basically just try to optimize what I've got. And, and, you know, I'd love it if it gives me like pain-free ring muscle ups back, gives me some more energy. I want to compete in boxing again next fall Um, and and keep doing these things in my forties and, and, and just stay young and live this big, full, vibrant life. Uh, as long as I can and that's that's our job now is is trying to figure this stuff out and then pass this down to you guys and and show you what works for us and 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 keep keep learning new things we're in it for life and and this is like what we're passionate about and um we're in it too just doing the same stuff that you guys are doing and, and trying to like go out there and figure stuff out find some stuff that does work that doesn't throw out that doesn't work and then anything that's like really working well like bring this to you guys and say hey this is where it's at like this really helped us so if you guys uh listen to this and have any questions like you know stop us in the gym shoot us an email hit us up on instagram and we'll let you know what we're doing and uh we're excited to kind of document this but yeah we'll talk to you guys next week